the Big Rob Podcast with Big Rob. What's up, everyone? It is Friday, February the 10th, 2023. I hope everyone has had a very good week. Uh, hopefully, you will have a good weekend as well. And uh, today, I'm just going to talk about a few things, I guess. Um, going to talk about music, some of the world events, things that are on my mind, and I don't know, maybe some other random stuff. So let's get started. I do believe, let's look at this list of shows coming up. It looks like the 7th day, February 10th at 6.30. And that is going to be at the Calvary Chapel of Norman. It looks like uh, Breathing Theory and Gold, Frankincense, and Myrrh are on that lineup. And also on February 14th, we have Anthrax at the Criterion with Black Label Society and Exodus. And that show is at 5 p.m. That'll be a really good show to go to. I've seen all those bands before, and it's usually pretty fun. Um, I, I might definitely go to that. I have no idea. We'll see. Uh, Portrayal of Guilt will be at 89th Street on uh, February 22nd at 7 p.m. And it looks like we have Noise Pollution at the Diamond Ballroom February the 25th at 7 p.m. And it looks like we have Steel Panther March the 4th at 7 p.m. at the Criterion. No. Criterion, no. Diamond Ballroom. I stand corrected. I stand corrected on that. Fear Factory at the Diamond Ballroom. March 9th at 7 p.m. And it looks like Static X, uh, Mushroom Head, and Dope will also be on that show. That'll be a really cool show. Like, I've been to plenty, like, Mushroom Head shows. And it's Static X, uh... Man, it'll be fun. If you get a chance to go, go. I mean, if you're into that music, it's it's a lot of fun. I don't care who you are. Uh, Alter Bridge will be at the Criterion March the 15th at 6 p.m. with uh, Mammoth and uh, Pistols at Dawn. So that'll be at the Criterion at 6 p.m. on March the 15th. And let's go down the list some more here. And we have... Avoid at the Tower Theater on April 4th at 7.30. I haven't been to many shows at the Tower Theater. I think maybe like once I've been to the Tower Theater. It's it's a pretty cool place if you get a chance to ever go. Uh, we have Wage War April 16th at 7 p.m. at the Diamond Ballroom. Uh, Wage War, I have not yet to see them, and I would love to. So hopefully maybe I can kind of boss my way into that one. I'm not real sure. Uh, August Burns Red at the Diamond Ballroom, April 25th at 6, and I don't know if I see any openers for them yet, which is kind of strange, but we're here for it. Looks like April the 25th as well. At the time, oh, looks like Devil Wears Prada is on that show as well at the Diamond Ballroom with August Burns Red, so that, that will definitely be really, really cool. Uh, Bleed Within, let's see where they're at. At the Diamond Ballroom, April 25th at 6.30. Uh, that'll be a real... Oh, they're on that same show as Everworld's Prada and August Burns Red. Ah. These things do not come up very well when you go to some of these things to look at all these shows. Times and dates sometimes. You kind of got to comb through some of it. 
and kind of piece together kind of uh, where these are coming from. So I kind of need to get my shit together and kind of make myself a script, which is funny to me because everybody wants to be perfect. You know, nobody's perfect. I mean, just do what you do. You know what I mean? Like everybody's just like, oh, I'm going to be professional and this has got to be perfect. No, if I mess up, I mess up, dude. It's it's life. It's it's who I am. It's who everyone is. You know, there's no no reason to be, you know, shadow those things. I guess that's just me, though. Anyways, Demon Hunter at the Diamond Ballroom on April the 27th at 730. I haven't been to a Demon Hunter show. Uh, I heard they were pretty cool live. Uh, I've not yet got to see them. Um, I think that would probably be a pretty cool show. And here's a band that I haven't seen in a while, to be honest, is uh, Texas Hippie Coalition. I've seen them quite a few times. I do believe they're out of yeah, I mean Texas, but I'm not sure where in Texas. But it's been a really a while, like a long while since I've seen them. But they're going to be at the Diamond Ballroom April 29th at 6 and going down my list of shows here. Uh, Mastodon will be with Lorna Shore and Gojira uh, at the Zoo Amphitheater uh, April the 30th at 6 p.m. I can't wait for that show. That's going to be so cool. I, I don't care, man. Seeing Lorna Shore on a bigger stage will be pretty awesome. I've never seen Gojira. I've seen Mastodon quite a few times, just here and there, just when they pop up on festivals or whatever, but I've never been to a like single show of theirs, which I think would be pretty cool. Um, let's see on May the 12th at four 30 is cat fest, which is going to be pretty damn cool. I mean, you have Godsmack, I prevail, bad omens, zero nine 36. I have missed out on zero nine 36. I do believe they were at a Rocklahoma. And it rained, and we all had to kind of like walk out of the venue, go to your cars for safety or whatever, because there were storms. And they got cut, I do believe, because of time constraints. So I was kind of bummed out about it. So, I mean, maybe this will be a chance. I, you know, hopefully we'll get to see them. So that'll be cool. Uh, looks like we have Fozzie at the Diamond Ballroom, May 13th at 645. That is Fozzie and Ugly Kid Joe. So that'll be a cool show. Ah, man, I've seen Ugly Kid Joe years and years and years and years ago. It's been a cool-ass minute, but I'm really excited. Hopefully, I can see Fozzie because, I don't know, Chris Jericho's the GOAT. I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Dude's done it all. I mean, might as well, right? I mean, he's been a world champion in wrestling. He's been in movies. He's been in music. He's been He's done it all. Dude reinvents himself constantly. So, I mean... He's, he's the goat, man. And it looks like at the Criterion on May the 14th, uh, we have Coheed and Cambria and Def Haven. <clears throat> you know, it's been a really long time since I've seen Def Haven. The last time I seen that band, they opened for Slipknot. It's been years ago. Maybe 2015, maybe, when I seen them. Maybe 2016. It's it's pretty much been a cool minute. So I kind of like hopefully go down like and find a lot of shows and kind of like announce what goes on. If people were kind of unaware, I kind of want to let people know that this uh, they usually think of Oklahoma as, you know, like Yeehaw State, maybe. I mean, it's still kind of hear that or like part of the Bible Belt. So we honestly do get 
quite a few shows. I wish we had more artists to come through. Um, that would be heaven for me, but I, I mean, I understand ticket sales, album sales and stuff, but Hey, how are you going to make fans if you don't play in the area? Right. That's just, that's just me. But, uh, Anywho, hopefully I can get some more dates and times and more bands that are going to be coming up. I know we're still waiting for the official lineup for Rocklahoma. And I don't remember. Let me look it up while I'm just sitting here gabbing around. Let's see what we got here. When they're going to announce the official lineup. I don't know. I'm looking around here and I really don't see much. So hopefully, hopefully soon I will have a lineup to uh, kind of announce and see who's going to be on this big ass festival. I, I love Rockahoma. It's always fun. I mean, yes, it's tons and tons and tons of people. You'll spend a shitload of money. Yes, it's hot, but it is totally worth it if you love music and if you love seeing your favorite artists, you know, that might be on that uh, lineup. It is always uh, pretty damn cool to me. So, anyways, let's switch gears a little bit. I, there's a lot of weird stuff going on in the world, you know. Like, um, we had that whole China balloon thing, and they shot it down, whatever. And, you know, it's just kind of like a lot of tensions and stuff. And it, it's so crazy to me, like. How did we not see that balloon sooner? I mean, we we probably did. I mean, the American public's not going to know, but whatever. But anyways, like, it's so weird because when you read some of the reports and you see some of the stuff on it, it's like they got, like, information about our air bases and, like, I'm sure, like, a lot of other structures and where things are at. I mean, to me, that's strange. I don't know why we would let it go that long. And then... um. You know, it's been like, what, a week or so since that's happened. And now, like today, I see this story, you know, that's like kind of everywhere that we shot down some sort of weird craft or they really don't know what it was, cylindrical object or something over Alaska. I mean, it wasn't a balloon. It was pretty high in the air, but they don't know what it is. So what if it is something out of this world? That might be kind of cool. If it's aliens, I mean, hell, beam me up or take me away. I mean, that would be kind of funny and cool. I, I don't know. Be an experience, I guess. I say cool and funny. Would it be cool and funny if you got probed and prodded and the shit beat out of you by an alien? I don't know. I don't know, man. That, that would be, I guess that would be strange, but I mean, I don't know. Can't be any worse than some other things going on, right? And it's just craziness to me. Like, what is going on? I wonder if anybody in like, other countries right now, are you experiencing anything that's in your news? It's kind of odd that we aren't uh, here in America what, what we don't hear about. Because I would love to hear that. I would love to see some articles or somebody send me some links to some stuff that, that's going on. It's strange, you know, like, um, it, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of an odd time. Did we get knocked into another universe over that CERN thing? Man, I don't know. It, to me, it's it's amusing, I guess. Uh, I guess we could stress and about it and have tons of anxiety, but why do that? Why, why be stressed about it? We, we can't stop it, obviously. We can't uh, change it. And everybody thinks they can change everything, but we, we those things, man, you really can't change. Yeah, you can have an opinion, and you can 
be, you know, feisty with people and get into fights over it, which is still uncalled for and unnecessary. I mean, whatever happened to just having a conversation to have a conversation or to agree to disagree, but you could still walk away and shake hands, you know? That's one thing I've never understood about, like, politics and, like, other people's opinions and stuff. And if I see somebody that, you know, approaches me and they ask me my opinion on something, but I can kind of feel their vibe or see, like, how they're acting about it, I, I usually just, if it seems aggressive, I honestly, I will not answer you. I'm really good about just being like, mm-hmm, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I, there's no point to fight over it. Like, I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Anyways, um, I would like to hear and see if there's anything that's cool or just like out of this world or like strange news. But we cannot be the only place right now, literally, to have strange things going on. And if it is, then America's strange. America's so weird. If we're like the only place having weird stuff. Can you imagine? I mean, we're already pegged for quite a few goofy things or whatever, but like they're gonna be like, dude, don't don't ever go to America. It's fucking weird. Like there's strange things that go on. It's like we live in a whole different world here, which I mean we kinda do. I mean a lot of things in other places. I mean like celebrityized and all that other stuff, but here it's like out of control. It's so crazy. I don't like to be a conspiracy theorist. But I do love to read, like, all kinds of strange stuff. I mean, anything, I believe, anything, honestly, is very, very, very possible. I mean, why not? I mean, maybe there are other life forms out there. Maybe maybe there's things that are already here and we just don't know about. And maybe sometimes we tear through, you know, other dimensions or something and we don't know, like, some sort of travel or time travel or you know inner space galactic stuff going on we don't know and maybe we just like some people say like it's so strange i think it's amusing i mean i really don't know where they think we live like on a flat earth and a dome like you can't really get out of the dome itself and i think that that's interesting i they say it's like a glass ceiling or like it's like liquid when you get to the top there's but there's no really getting out of it like i've, I've read like and seen like goofy little stories i mean it, like i said anything's possible i mean we can theorize like constantly non-stop but i mean i mean i i really don't know what there could be um and i i think some of the other stuff i've looked at lately was like how they said the moon is really a uh is a base like it's hollow and things travel back and forth it's like a uh, conjunction you know kind of like a last stop before you go to the planet but that'd be odd too that'd be cool i mean just think about it. What if it was what if it was a space station, like a hollow moon? And, you know, people are like freaking out about it or whatever, but aliens are just really like, you know, traveling to it. Maybe we travel to it. I guess that kind of breaks the theory of having a water dome. I don't know. There's yeah, when you think about it. But anyways. So, like, what if it really is a base, right? So just imagine, just like picture it in your mind. All these different races of aliens and stuff, they're just passing through, and there's like a souvenir station. Like, could you imagine aliens just picking up souvenirs just because they went to a hollow space station above the Earth and like have Earth t shirts or their favorite countries or like 
keychains to their spaceships or other knick-knacky little things, maybe like stuffed animals. Like we have stuffed animals. That way they can kind of like, you know, if they never got to see one up close, but they can get a stuffy. And then they take those stuffies home to their kids and the kids cuddle with the stuffies that are from Earth. I mean, yeah, that's when you think about it, it could get wild. I can go really far out there on it, I guess. Could you imagine the souvenirs you could pick up from other aliens, though? If that was really like a stop. If they had their own merch. Think about that. If aliens had their own merch, what would they have? What would they possibly have to sell? You think they would sell, like, rocks from where they're at? You know, you can pick up rocks at like, any little, like, knick-knacky, like, little souvenir place or uh, a keychain from their planet. What would it look like? Would it be weird? Would it be liquid? Would it be weird? Like, what would it be? Like, I don't know. I got a weird imagination sometimes, but it's not weird to me, I guess, because when I think about that stuff, I'm like, wow, you know, they could have some really strange stuff, but it would be really cool to have, right? Be a collector of like a intergalactic merch. That'd be a great thing for a band, right? Like having their merch on the space station from music from here and you see an alien with a slayer shirt or even a slipknot shirt that would be uh that'd be wild so if if that actually happens then how do we get our hands on some of their music merch do you think it would be sold there since it's like a big place and it's shared with everywhere pick up a cd of one of their alien bands like could you imagine an alien metal band? What would it be like? Would it be pig squeals? Kind of like how some artists here are? Or would it be real deep growls? You know, from the bowels of, of your just screaming out? What would it be? Or would it be weird flutes? Kind of like the Star Wars canteen scene. You know, where you have a damn elephant playing a keyboard and an alien the piccolo or saxophone or whatever the hell they were playing huh you know those are those are fun uh things to think about for me anyways but anyways going back to other wild stuff like i see videos and i don't know if it's really true or not maybe i mean i know a lot of air bases and stuff they they do a lot of practice flights and things like that but i've seen like some videos today as to where like there was a lot of aircraft like practicing dog fights and you know really active you know aircraft from our military like are we getting ready to do something like is something about to happen and we we have no clue what it could be i mean it's just kind of like right under our noses and we don't even know what's going on and that's uh i guess it's kind of scary but again we can't uh we can't really do much about it I mean, it's going to happen at some point. There's a lot of war going on. I, I don't understand why everyone has to, or even a country. I don't know why we have to fight about things, honestly. Like, we should all prosper under one world and, and try our best. Yes, we are overly populated. And yes, it is hard to get by. But I guess I don't see the need to be be powerful over everything it just it doesn't make sense to me at all um it's just that thing of 
humanity. I we don't have enough sometimes of of that, and I think there there is. I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it plenty of times where we have good humanity in the world. Like, there's a lot of good people in the world. Don't get me wrong. There's not. It's just we see so much of it, and it's so negative that you know that part of it, like the negative parts of it. I'm saying because like we see it in the news, we see it in the papers, we see it on social media. You know, and it's it's kind of crazy. I mean, how does that? Uh, I don't know. I think it kind of divides people some when they see all the negative stuff because they they're angry over what's happened. So it's like a it's like a snowball effect of dominoes or something like that. You know, and you knock them all over. It's like if one thing happens and the next person's going to get wild with it and get, you know, in an uproar and people are going to get crazy. And I just really don't see the need for it at all, man. I mean, come on, just get out, be nice to people, try your best, be humble, treat people good. I, I think if we had more people to spread that message of just being a good person, that the world might be a little bit better place. So, I don't know. Talking about world stuff, again, I know I'm like everywhere. It's my ADHD and I cannot help it. So, I've looked at some stuff, again, about how the Earth has changed its axis some. The North and South Pole have moved. And maybe that's kind of like why we have a lot of weird weather or like stuff has changed. I guess they've said that's been over a period of time that that stuff has happened. But when you look at it, you know, maybe that could be a sign of why we have what people believe global warming is. I really don't have an opinion of that either way. I mean, I could look at it in different ways. So like if we do have global warming, yes, it's not good because we do have a lot of pollutions in the air, our water, like, all that stuff and it's terrible it's terrible because it hurts people and that hurting people is not a good thing but i mean i don't know when i look at that stuff and you think how old this earth is and you know over time it has changed a lot uh since the beginning of what we know anyways as humans here and um what if all this is happening because we have to evolve. What if the earth has to evolve again to make it better? Maybe mother nature is taking itself over and maybe trying to uh, correct some stuff possibly. I mean, the world has evolved. I'm sure the, our continents have not always looked the same. It's so crazy when you like read stories of archaeology and how people are finding like artifacts under their homes because they're digging up, you know, different things i mean over time when you think about it like stuff grows over top of stuff dirt moves uh, water changes you know from where they're at bodies of water are different spots like so it'd be it's interesting to me like what is under a lot of that stuff because you look at like say the state of oklahoma like how all the native americans here and how they lived and maybe i would love to have seen what this land would have looked like if it never would have been touched. And sometimes I like to like look out over scenery or just, you know, wherever I'm at sometimes and just think to myself, like, what did this look like at one time? Were there, were there hills, were there rivers, were there valleys, you know, what kind of people lived here? You know, 
it, I don't know. I think too much. I, I deep think way too much, but that's just me. But, but yeah, I'll go out and look and I'll be like, man, that'd be really cool to see possibly what this looked like. You know, I know we have like caverns here. Was it alabaster caverns? And there's some other ones like caves that you can explore here in the state. And if you go, you'll see like how the dude will like go through his spiel when he's walking with you through it. And you'll see those little fossilized, uh, you know, creatures or whatever it could have been. So, you know, water ran through there at one time. So how far up was the water elevated in that area? So if water was that far up elevated in the area, then like, say it was 200 feet high on the ceiling and you have those fossils, right? So the water was flowing through pretty heavily in those areas. And I'm sure it was deeper than that. Because it couldn't have been shallow. I mean, maybe it could have. Maybe it was just like the bay part of it. Like the sides of whatever was flowing through. You know, like a river or a creek or maybe even a lake. So when you think about that kind of body of mass of something. Like how far up has either like the area declined or has raised up. And that stuff is interesting to me too. Because, I mean... I mean, you could be sitting on something right now, like a dinosaur or artifacts or people that have been buried or homes. I mean, you don't know, like there could be anything buried under everything that we look at. And that to me is kind of cool as well, because I've seen some really cool stuff. Like there are a lot of places and you don't know. And I've been to a few places, especially here in Oklahoma, where like, there was like underground cities like they build over the top of things that were there before and you would never know you would never freaking know unless you really like try to dig in and look at the history of where maybe where you live or maybe you can think of a place that you love and you would like want to really know the history of that area and then kind of imagine in your mind like if such and such thing happened here, or these kinds of people lived here, what was going on? Like, what would that land look like? Like, what could be buried underneath? Like, everything. So, I don't know. Again, I think too much. I deep think way too much. It's kind of wild. But, eh. Like I said, that's me. I don't care. I'm just, like, throwing some funny stuff out. And some of it's not funny. Because, you know what? I really sit and think about that stuff. Like, it, any, like I said, anything is possible. The possibility of things are wild sometimes. But hey, we wouldn't have any good imaginations if we didn't come up with something wild, right? So, anyways, um, there's not a whole lot of wrestling talk. You know, I do talk about that sometimes. And there's a lot of stuff coming up. I'm just kind of waiting to see how some of these uh, pay-per-views are trying to line up. It's kind of hard. There's a few good stories going on in WWE. I, I do enjoy it. I'm just, I'm afraid to watch sometimes because I don't want to see how bad they mess it up. They tend to have these great stories and they've had a really great story with the bloodline and Sami Zayn. I really hope they do not mess that up because that is the one thing, you know, if you're into professional wrestling, the whole point is to get out there and entertain you and not just entertain you, but Tell a good story. It's 
yeah, people call it a soap opera, you know, whatever. It, but you can't deny that hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions of people, watch these programs or go to these events and people will laugh at people over it. And it's like, dude, it's like anything else. You Do you like going to plays and stuff? All right, cool. That's what you do. I go watch wrestling or whatever it is. So it's kind of, it's funny. Anyways, I just hope that they don't mess up any of those storylines like that. Same thing uh, with AEW. You know, anymore, it's really hard to do any of that stuff, I think, because the ideas have been hashed over quite a few times, and you, you kind of try to do what works as far as a performer goes, but you can only do so much creatively, I do believe. I mean, you can't keep telling the same stories over and over and over because sometimes they just don't work. It takes, you know, two people, if not like four people or however many people are involved with the story. I mean, they all have to have chemistry. It's kind of like it's the best stories, I think, are when people go off script and it's kind of improv. They kind of like they do it they, with the notion that they may be in trouble for it once they hit the backstage area and they're you know, bookers and, you know, coaches and stuff, you know, stop them, you know, going through. But I think some of the best stories that have been told have been like improv and people go off script what they're supposed to be doing. I know WWE, they, they script a lot. Like they go through the whole thing, you know, they, 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 it's choreographed pretty heavy. And that's, I mean, I understand because it's a, it's a TV presentation, you want it to look good. But sometimes, man, it doesn't look good. It doesn't look good at all. Sometimes I'm like really baffled of the women's divisions in those because nothing, not knocking women, I, there are some great, great, great performers out there. But sometimes, man, oh God, they, it's like they're green. Like they need to clean it up. Like get their get their stuff tighter, man. Because like, they can really hurt themselves. And usually, you know, when you, you have two people in a ring and they're trying to tell you a story and usually there's one that's a little more experienced than the other, or there's just one person in there that's fairly new, but they're really, really good. One of them is going to be calling the match. Sometimes you'll see it. If you watch, you'll see they maybe mutter something to each other or whatever. You know, but there's going to be one person that carries the other person. The whole point of it is, is to tell you a story. And if there's somebody that's just a little bit green, try to take care of them in the ring. That's the biggest, I guess, um, thing for them. I mean, like, it's hard, I guess, in some aspects, because if the other person's not pulling their weight in the ring uh, and they're sandbagging somebody, which is just being dead weight and not to help uh, present the moves and stuff like it is. Um, and people can get hurt really, really bad. I've seen it quite a few times, uh, independent shows, and even on TV. Even on TV. And if you do that to somebody on TV, it's so disrespectful. It is so disrespectful to do that stuff, because how do you expect to carry on in a company as a performer when you sandbag somebody? Yes, it, it can get it can get bad. I mean, you're gonna hurt somebody, or you're gonna hurt yourself. 
and that that's the biggest thing and those guys you know the 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 veterans you know um you see a lot of times and they'll they'll try their best to carry somebody and they don't pull their weight while like trying to help this person out like in the ring to make both of you look good and say you accidentally really hurt somebody you know you're gonna expect a receipt later and that's what it's called because at some point it's gonna come back on you somebody's gonna do something to you make you realize oh shit i should not have done that i should have done this or i should have done that or you know it's one of those things man you gotta love professional wrestling i think to like really get that in depth of how it works and what goes on and i do love the art and the performance of it and like i said yes it is telling a story but i can guarantee you guarantee you that those chops hitting that mat hitting those turnbuckles hitting the floor hitting a barricade that's real those guys put their bodies through hell the men and the women both, to entertain us. And for that, people should respect them for that because, I mean, they put their lives, their bodies in the line every single night to entertain people. And so that I guess that's what I love about the whole thing is the storytelling, what they do, respect for their art, because it is an art. And I, cause I, what did I see what Chris Jericho won in professional wrestling in the Olympics? And I think that would be cool. I mean, I see how and why he would want something like that because it is a performance, just like ice skating or anything like that, boxing, whatever. And it's more like, I guess you could look at it as gymnastics, I guess, maybe. However you would want to look at it. But that that would be kind of cool, I think, because, yeah, you would have to have so many people to get in a ring and to have chemistry with that person to put on a good match and tell a good story. And, you know, that would be wild if you ever seen that in the Olympics, right? I mean, win a gold medal for your performance in a professional wrestling ring? I mean, that's kind of wild. I mean, it's cool enough to have one of those heavy-ass cool belts, but to have a gold medal in the Olympics because you put on a hell of a performance in a wrestling ring? That might be pretty cool. There are some, uh, I guess death match stuff i don't understand sometimes it gets overdone uh like when people use the fluorescent light bulbs i mean i hate it because when you watch some of it you can tell when the spot's going to happen and i think that's my biggest i don't know pet peeve of watching some of that sometimes because um when you have the more professional veterans in there it's not as noticeable, but if it's they're setting up for a spot, I'd rather not know they're setting up for a spot, and they're fast enough performers to give you the illusion. Again, some of that is not an illusion. That shit hurts. Those guys are getting hit. They're taking glass to the face, thumbtacks to the body, bob wire ropes, uh, you name it. When you get into deathmatch wrestling, that that's when it gets really crazy. And I've seen some of that being presented on TV actually you know with AEW AEW I, I love because it's different those guys uh obviously have a lot of creative freedom and they do show you some of those deathmatch aspects i guess 
I guess that would be the equivalent to me, uh, AEW, if I wanted to compare anything. It's kind of like the, the American version of New Japan, like a American strong style, because uh, Japanese strong style is some of the most wildest, wildest stuff. Those guys, I mean, there's been times you, you watch and somebody will break their neck and they'll try to finish the match. Or somebody gets super, super hurt. Or it's it's crazy. It's just so crazy. Those guys really will go out and and damage themselves to entertain everyone. And then some of that stuff, especially like in Mexico, I mean, dude, Lucha Libre, I mean, how much they put into their personas and hiding their identities, you know, and the glory of it and just the honor of, of doing all that stuff. So, I mean... There's a lot of cool aspects to professional wrestling. I just don't, uh, you know, like I said, you know, you just got to pick what you like if you like it. So I hope everyone is kind of just keeping tabs on everything in the world right now. I'm going to end the show pretty soon, but I wanted to touch on one other thing. Um, if, If you feel like ever in your life that you haven't quite made it, and you haven't fulfilled everything in life that you are always dreamed about. I'm, I'm telling you right now, I, I've had a lot of dreams my whole life. Uh, I'm a daydreamer. I, I, I definitely am a daydreamer. And sometimes, you know, you, you second guess yourself in life. And sometimes you just have to get out there and do it. And if you fail, that's okay. It's okay if you fell in life. Uh, you'll learn from that. And and I think learning and, and trying to really get out there and achieve it is like the best thing because then you know. You know. And if you still fail and you keep the dream alive, there's still nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that at all. You get out there, you do your best. If it doesn't work out for you, Maybe, you know, fate is a is a big thing. Destiny, man. Like, maybe you fell at something, right? And you're so, so down about it. And you don't know what to do because that was your dream. And you're crushed. And you don't know what to do. But then, you know, you start doing something else. And a lot of times in life, those things will just kind of pop back up out of nowhere. It's so odd. But, I mean, really, really it does. Um, it, it It's one of those things that, like, you try to put in the back of your mind. You don't think about because, you know, it was something you really wanted to do and you loved the aspect of doing it. But, you know, it, just if you do fail, but in your mind, in your heart, don't ever give up. I, I'm i a walking example of that, believe me. Uh, but just doing doing this show, I don't care if I succeed or not. I'm not going to lie. I just like doing it. I like to talk to people. I'm, I can talk to people very easily. I'm pretty laid back i like to talk about anything i don't care what it is i because i have a big imagination i have big dreams i i love to do stuff i like to hear people's uh, opinions on like wild things you know not not political i don't really care about that stuff it's whatever but you know you know if people have conspiracy theories or whatever you know, i think that stuff is really really fun to me so i do enjoy that stuff but again man if you're a dreamer I don't care. Go for it. If it doesn't work out, 
go for it again. Don't ever give up. Even if it placed it in the back of your mind, don't give up. You got to keep going. This world, there's a lot of opportunity. And we just got to stop listening to those who want to hold us back. And I uh, am a firm believer of that now. There are people in this world that always aren't your friends, man. And it's sad to say, it really is. But they're not there to help you. Because I've experienced this plenty of times to where I'll have an idea. Or I'm a dream about something. You know, I have something that I'm passionate about or I want to do. And I'm told, man, you can't do that. This, that, and the other. So when you really look at it and those people that really bring you down from that cloud you're on because you really want to achieve it, man, they're just scared that they, because they can't do it or it's something they can't do. So they don't want you to succeed, or maybe they just want you to stay on their level playing field. I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes sense to me because I've experienced those things to where, yeah, you'd be all into something and somebody's like, Oh no, you can't do it. And they, give you so much doubt and don't ever doubt yourself. Don't ever, ever, ever doubt yourself in this world. There are so many things and there's something you want, man, you go get it. And if you don't get it, it's okay because you know, you tried, you really, really, really tried to get out there and you tried to make it happen. And also, man, like I want to touch on, like if you feel like in your life that you've, are just done and you are exhausted mentally and physically. And again, I have been there. It's been a a road for me off and on, but man, seek some help. I lately I've, I've heard a lot of stuff and I'm really sad about some situations that have happened. Um, And if you feel like there are times to where you feel like you shouldn't be here on this earth anymore, just know you should be here on this earth. There are people who love those people or yourself or whatever. You've got to have some self-love. And that's why I say, again, the doubters and the naysayers, if there's negative people in your life, don't let there be negative people in your life. Those people want you to be where they're at because they're miserable. And those miserable people aren't, aren't something that you want to have around. Misery brings company, man. And, that's something that is uh, definitely not cool. But if, like I said, if you feel ever that you are just have given up on everything, please seek some help. There's plenty of things out there. I know a lot of people feel like there's not and they're doomed and it's the end of everything. It's not. It's not the end of everything. A lot of times when things are going bad, just know somewhere there's another door to be opened. That's how we work as a society or as a human. You know, if one door closes, yes, another one will open. And it doesn't seem like it today. It doesn't seem like it tomorrow. But in the future, it can happen. Anything can happen. So I really do hope you guys have a great weekend. I know I was very random today. Uh, Sometimes I'm just like that. Uh, If you guys have any questions or comments or want to share any of your weird stories from your other countries or states or whatever, you can uh, email me at bigrobradio at gmail.com. I would love to see some of your stories. 
Also, I'm still looking for people. If you guys have any non-copyrighted material and it's artwork and you would like it to be the cover of one of my episodes, I'd be more than happy to to look at them and fit those in where they're needed and give you a shout out for, you know, your artwork and where you're from. Um, but, you know, incognito, I guess, like, you know, exactly, because that would be creepy. Anyways, you guys have a good weekend and I will see you later.